What's up guys, Safir on Super Saf Speaks and welcome to episode number 25 of the podcast with myself, your host, Super Saf. And your new host, Colonel Singala Thunder E from Border Work. <laughs> People are going to be confused on the audio because I know, right? they can't actually see you. If, you, if if you can't see him, head over to the YouTube channel and you'll see him. He's wearing um, some glasses for the first time. Now, apparently he says they're sunglasses, but they just look like normal glasses to me. They're magic sunglasses. They are translucent lenses, which, of course, change as you walk into direct sunlight. Oh, my God, Saf, get with the times. Technology, man. Magic, basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Today, we are going to be talking about the Google 6 and the Google 6 Pro, which have been officially revealed by Google many months before the release. The Nothing Ear 1, I've had these for about a week now, so I can give you my full review and thoughts. And then we've got the Samsung Galaxy Fold 3, as well as the Flip 3, which are coming next week. But the official prices have been leaked. Uh, that was probably the only thing left that hadn't been leaked. And then we're also going to be talking about the Huawei P50 Pro, which was uh, announced recently. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a sad time for Huawei, but uh, mm. we'll see. We'll see. Now, the first thing e, we have to talk about is the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro. So we've covered some leaks a few weeks ago. Uh, John Prosser from Front Page Tech had some very high quality renders based on uh, devices, device images he had seen. And they turned out to be exactly right because Google yesterday decided to reveal the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro. It kind of seemed like they were like, hey, this has already been leaked anyway, so we might as well do it officially, similar to what they did with um, uh, the Pixel 5, I believe, right? And the Pixel 4. Uh, Honestly, um, somebody needs to relook at Google's you know NDAs and actually no no you know what I think Google needs to do I think when they decide to start building the Pixel 7 they should invite us in in a live stream on YouTube at the boardroom process when they are discussing about the device because at this point we should be right there with them exactly it's just it's 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 I mean it's not good it's not good but anyway We'll, we'll get to that, but let's just talk about the the devices themselves. So the details have been revealed. Um, there's, of course, a, a Google Pixel 6 as well as a 6 Pro. The Google mm-hmm. Pixel 6 has a 6.4-inch full HD flat display, 90 hertz. The Pro has a 6.7-inch quad HD display, 120 hertz, and this will be curved, not flat. The Pixel 6 will have a dual camera setup, so we've got a primary as well as an ultra-wide. The Pixel 6 Pro will have a triple camera setup, so a primary ultra-wide as well as a four times telephoto. Both devices are going to be available in three colors. Now, they're different color palettes. You'll see those um, from the rendered images. And then the more sort of exciting thing and the thing that Google really wants to push is the fact that these will be powered by the Google Tensor chip. Not Qualcomm, not MediaTek, Google Tensor chip. And then they're, of course, going to be coming with Android 12. Now, the Tensor chip is kind of the interesting thing because this is a a big leap for Google. They're really coming into the flagship side of things. And having the hardware and the software, having that control is going to allow them to give you much more improved AI, um, machine learning, all of these things that, you know, we see on Google devices that make them Google uh, Pixel devices will just be improved. Things will be faster, things like, uh, translation, uh, text to sp- you know, uh, voice to speech, all of that is going to be much much faster. But 
the cameras are also going to be improved. So Google has been using the same hardware for many, many years since the Google Pixel 2, right? But mm-hmm. apparently the sensors are going to be improved. We're going to have 150% more light on the primary sensor and also improved video. This is something Marquez was talking about. Only a very few uh, reviewers. I think it was just Marquez, The Verge and CNET that actually got early hands-on access uh, to the Pixel devices. And, you know, they were saying that there is, there's been some big improvements for video because the tensor chip allows... Um, the pixel to apply some of the processing that it does on images, you know, very um, contrasty and, you know, very high dynamic range on uh, Google Pixel photos. Now they'll be able to do that on video because let's be honesty, um, Pixel devices have really not been good in the video department. And I've said this many times in my camera reviews of the pixels, right? It's like video is always an afterthought for Pixel devices. And it always Mm -hmm. has been, right? It's always been kind of like, okay, it's all about photos videos is like kind of an afterthought and always always consistently fails against the uh, iphone the samsung's all of them right just video just to yeah. match up but apparently now thanks to the tensor chip it's going to be improved the devices will be coming out in autumn interesting um so i you know when you talk you just mentioned video there and to me as much as you know, you can do a lot of things stabilizing video and fixing video with uh, with software. Mm-hmm. Hardware is always more important for me on video, especially stabilization, uh, things like having a laser or a lighter because that helps as well with focal points, uh, especially when you're shooting video. We'll have to see how it works because it's funny you, you mentioned this. I just had a conversation with my buddy Warren from BW1 and he was, we were talking about, you know, the, the Pixel 6. Mm. And, you know, he sees this as a really great avenue for, you know, uh, Pixel to really jump in and challenge even Samsung. And I mm. was like, I personally was like, when they fix video, they can come and call me uh, just because I just did a video with the Pixel 5 in Nigeria. And I shot most of my content with Pixel 5. While it was generally good, it wasn't great. And at certain points, it was just like, well, here's just what you're looking at, guys. Enjoy. <laughs> 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 you could you could use any phone for that, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I, I think with the Tensor chip, it's I believe it's a system on the chip, right? If I'm yeah, not yeah. mistaken. The it way. is. So so it's a system on a chip. Um I think what we're I am I am actually on me personally, I am more excited about what Google does with the chip outside of phones than with the phone, honestly. Because um one of the things I see is that yes, camera photos will get better, but I I'm always bothered about how Google markets this stuff and how it goes out because I I like what they do in the hardware. I like the improvements. You got to match. If you're gonna play with the big dogs, you got to match the big dogs, right? Mm. Uh, but but why still still do I care about the Pixel? Because mm. one of the things um, that's very important is Apple gives you the ecosystem and says here's the ecosystem for buying an Apple device, right? That's the thing that people like. Samsung says, here's the coolness, not just cool as in cool factor, but it's like, we give you a ton of stuff that you can play with. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them might be great, some of them might be so much, but we give you options and the things that you want to work well, they work well, right? Mm-hmm. So what the, what's, what's Google bringing to the table there that says, ooh, I should buy a Pixel device because I think from the spec analysis and breakdown you've given me, it's fine. And then for the Android fans, is that Tensor chipset going to be powerful enough for the gaming side of Android? Uh, The people that just want specs 
for you know spec sync you know because that's what a lot of android users are too is like we just want to have the best right so does it yeah. does it match up to that best yeah i mean there's there's obviously a lot of questions to be answered i mean from the overall look of the device and with with what we're seeing it seems to be right up there in terms of flagships obviously we saw with um the google pixel 5 in particular it wasn't it was kind of a mid-range device right you're looking at around the yeah, six, yeah. 700 pound mark this looks like it's going to be it's going to be up there with the big dogs it's it's going to be compared to the s21 ultra it's going to be compared to the iphone 13 pro max right and the design as well is quite striking it stands out it's different right the visor thing it's growing on me i'm liking it because it's um you know kind of reminds me of the nexus 6p with that uh, uh camera module but mm -hmm. i'm seeing these renders and you know uh, from what uh, marquez and, and a few others are saying in person they actually look better obviously we've we, google have only shown the renders but i am excited about the devices and i think they're going to be from google's point of view the most talked about and the most popular devices that they'll have but here's the thing right autumn is a long time away we're in August mm -hmm. right now, okay? Yeah. In between that time, we talked about this. In between that time, we're going to have many new devices. The folds are coming next week. There's going to be so many other devices that are going to be coming between that time. By the time the devices come out, right, that hype, Sony is the perfect example of this, right? They, they tease a product, they talk about it, they announce it. And then three months later is when it's actually out. By that time, there's been so many of the devices, people don't even remember it, right? And they've already probably bought another device, right? They've not held back mm -hmm. to to check out the Pixel. And this is my problem, right? I kind of see why they kind of went ahead and did this because the device had been leaked so much anyway. So they're like, okay, we might as well. But I just think personally, it's a bad move. I agree with you. I think this announcement should have been announced for the Tensor chip, not mm -hmm. the device. Yeah. It should have been about the chip. They should have had that chip in the Pixel 5 showcased it in the pixel 5 and mm. talk about the fact that this chip has taken the pixel 5's photos from this to this then imagine what it would do in the pixel 6. yeah that's a tease see that's to it. me to me what they showed was not a tease that was a reveal no, no. right that was so a launch they, no that, yeah, no, that was exactly. a launch so so they call All it we a need tease. Is price yeah so it's, it's a tease but that's that's not really a tease because you've almost given us you know 70 to 75 percent of what we need to know about the device you've already revealed all of that right there's a little details yeah. in terms of how many megapixels and you know a few different things in charging stuff but 75 percent of the stuff you've already given to us this is not a tease this is a reveal this is a launch whatever you want to call it right but it's not a yeah. tease a tease is like hey you know this is you know like it, it's exactly that teasing they've just gone premature and just put everything out there right <laughs> All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it, so they have. So that's the thing, and the other thing that I, you know, we, we touched on earlier on is Google really needs to get a handle on these leaks because, sure, all devices get leaked, right? But Google in particular, and also very, very early. And the problem is, it's time and time again, right? Okay, fair enough. You can say they were new to the market. Maybe the Google Pixel One, the Two. No, consistently, every single Pixel has been leaked more than any other device in the year, right? And, and, even, and each leak has gotten worse. Yeah, and then uh, Google Pixel 5, if you remember, um, they had the uh, launch event and everything, and then there was an NDA embargo for coverage, but there was one dude posting 20 videos with the device, and it's just like, seriously, like, I'm sorry, but you've released five devices. How have you not got a grip on this? Like, come on, seriously, like, 
who needs to look at this you need somebody to come in and say you know what the hell is going on how can this even happen a blunder like that right where weeks earlier on somebody's got a device and posting away right that in in 2020 you know that was 2020 that just shouldn't happen right and as yeah, I said, everybody, yeah. every device leaks, right? And, you know, we've already seen leaked models of the iPhone and stuff. That's through case manufacturers. But to the extent that pixels leak, no other device leaks. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the, those are the things they have to work on. Um, and the leaks are one thing. To me, the marketing is really important. You know, we've talked about this time and time again is that there is no true number three in the market. This market can easily hold no th number three. Mm. And, you know, Google has enough money to push themselves to number three. They, they can do what Microsoft did with the Xbox. If people are old enough to remember, it was Sony and Nintendo. Microsoft came in and Microsoft said, we are going to make sure that the Xbox is a household name. Mm. And now it is. And how long is it taking Microsoft? It's taking years. So you have to be committed to, yeah. to that, that whole task of doing that. Um, mm. But I, I mean, I like, like, like you, I like what I, I see spec-wise. I really want to see that chip in action. I want to see what it can do. I want to do the PUBG test for you guys to see can you run PUBG or Genshin Impact at the high level or not. And then, mm. then for people like me, I'll go. Well, it's great for cameras, maybe not for that kind of stuff. Or it's it's all around great in in general. Yeah. But I think just quickly going back to that point of October launch is. They face a very huge problem, and not just because they're multiple devices. I think for me, the key thing is there's always they're coming from a iPhone from a September, right, mm. and then a second Apple event in October, right. Apple now has now traditionally done a different device that may not necessarily be tied to mobile, but it still is the excitement and the buzz around. And then finally, the new new horse in the race, the FE launch in October. And Samsung now, yes, it was Samsung knows that you know the S twenty FE did a really good job last year. The S twenty one FE is going to come in at a very challenging price to the Pixel six, not the Pro, but to the Pixel six, where it now becomes a very tough decision for the consumer. And I said this earlier, I was like. As a consumer, when you're coming in, you don't know, there's all this stuff going around, you're trying to pick a device, even if you, you know, you're later than most other people, you're going, I'll go with Samsung, I'll go with Apple, because I already know that. Yeah, reliability, and this this is the thing, it's just easy, isn't it? Because you know you're getting good, good product reviews. I mean, with the S20 FE, they were outstanding. You're getting value for money, boom, you just go pick it up. You know, the decision's made for you there, and. Samsung doesn't have to fight so hard, although sales have been dropping for the S21 series. Like, you know, um, uh, there was some figures released, right? And it's just like year on year, it's been dropping, right? But that's because a lot of the mid-range Samsungs are now taking that space because people are thinking, all right, that's nice. The S21 Ultra is nice, but I'm not spending $1,200, right? I've got 700 S20 FE, boom. Done, yeah. easy. You know what I mean? Like things like that. You've just got, because, you know, just looking at affiliate sales, right? I, I've mentioned this before on the S20 FE. Uh, it was just insane. Like they were just flying. Like people were just buying them because they're just like, the decision's made for you, right? It's got, yeah, yeah. ticks all the boxes. But Pixel 6 and 6 Pro, I mean, I'm still excited to check them out and I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, we'll have lots of coverage um, when they do come, but we still got some time to wait. So by that yeah. time, We'll see. Things might change. I can't wait. 
I can't wait to see the, to me, it's the camera video comparison. I think besides all that we've talked about, they, they mentioned videos. So I want to see that. I want to see you do that video comparison. Let's see how it this is where your boy comes in with a super SAF style camera comparison. I'll be on it as soon as I can. Okay. All right. Nothing. Let's talk about nothing. E. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. So the nothing ear ones, right? This is the new company founded by Carl Pei, who is the co-founder of OnePlus, uh, with some big names that have invested in the company. We've got Steve Huffman, who's the CEO of, of Reddit. We've got Kevin Lin, the co-founder of Twitch. Casey Neistat, good friend. Um, you know, we've also got uh, Google Ventures, which is is you know massive to to have them uh, you know be a part of it. Now these came out last week, uh, and a lot of people were asking Saf, why haven't you done a review on the main channel? And the reason for that is I literally got these a couple of days before the embargo lifted, and I wasn't going to drop a review after just using these for a couple of days. I was like, look, I want to spend some time with these and you know get to know them. Unfortunately. E, the headphone man, has uh, not had a chance to get them yet, but he'll be sharing his uh, views from the outside. But we'll, we'll get to that. But just to give you a bit of an overview, so the Nothing Ear ones, um, the big thing about them is that they've got a very unique design, transparent design. You can see through to all of the circuitry and everything, which was no easy feat to do, right? Is that why you've got the transparent glasses, E? Does that, it's all making sense now. I'm wearing nothing, just like you have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. it how you were reading. You're reading that. You're like, oh, this is why this fool is doing this. <laughs> it's like, huh? So just to clarify on the audio only, he is is wearing something. This is not that kind of a podcast. Just FYI. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so they have. 11.6-millimeter uh, dynamic drivers. They've, we've got active noise cancellation up to minus 40 dB, IPX4 sweat and splash resistant, um, up to four hours of listening with active noise cancellation on, up to 24 hours with the case. But if you have ANC off, then you can get up to 5.7 hours on the earbuds and 34 hours with the case. Qi wireless charging is supported. They are priced at $99, £99, €99, Euros, or... 6,000 rupees, which is very competitive. I want to talk about the price a little bit later on, but I've had these for a week now, and I'm going to give you my non-audiophile opinion, right? So let me just mm -hmm. go ahead and say straight away, I really like these, right? And for me, I've tested a few different um, wireless earbuds, and you know these are, especially for the price of 99 pounds, 99 dollars, really do stand out to me, right? I love the unique design. This was not easy to achieve, right? Apparently, um, they got fired by two manufacturing companies because just to be able to get the glue in without it showing, because usually when you're looking at AirPods, Galaxy Buds, it doesn't matter what they look like inside, right? Yeah. It, it's sealed shut. Nobody cares. But with this, it was quite a challenge. So I appreciate that. I really do like, I do think they stand out compared to lots of other earbuds. In terms of the audio, they sound really good to me. I really enjoyed the audio. I think you've got balanced sound, all right? And this is something that OnePlus is aimed for. It's not too heavy on the bass, like some of the earphones, right? Um, and a lot of people keep comparing these in terms of audio quality to the Sony's, to the Galaxy Buds Pro, to the AirPods Pro, which I think is an unfair comparison because these are priced at 100, whereas those are, you know, you're looking at 250 plus, right? So I think you have to be fair in terms of the audio quality. In this price range, I think they're some of the best sounding, right? The active noise cancellation, again, 
is pretty good. Um, again, I wouldn't say it's as good as the AirPods Pro, but again, they're two and a half times the price, so that's not a fair comparison to make. But here's some of the things that I really like. I really like that they're comfortable. Firstly, they stay in my ears. Earphones like this usually don't stay in my ears. They do stay in my ears, <laughs> and they're very light. 4.7 grams, right? So they're quite comfortable okay. for, for you know decent periods of time when you're listening, right? They've got good touch controls, including um, you know swipe down for volume. You don't have volume controls on many of the earbuds. And E, we've had lots of conversations with me having these on, on the phone. And from yourself and many others, they sound really good. The mics are really good. This is something that, you know, many of the earbuds kind of fail on because we've got the stems coming down as well. I think that helps a little bit, but the mics do sound good, right? Yeah. In terms of the cons, right? So arguably one of the cons is that you've got four hours of listening time, which is a little bit less uh, compared to some of the other earbuds, but I'm okay with that personally, because here's the thing. I never listen to my earbuds more than a couple of hours at a time anyway, right? Unless I was on a plane, which I haven't been, you're not going to be listening to it to like continuously, right? And if we look at the Sony's, for example, yes, they have longer battery life, but they weigh around one and a half times. Like, so these are on 4.7 uh, grams each. The Sony's are 7.6 grams. I looked into this, right? And they're big. So for me, because they're so big and heavy, they're not as comfortable, right? They sound great, don't get me wrong. I'd say they're some of the best sounding earbuds, right? I've said that before but they're very, very big, so that doesn't make them as comfortable. So for me, that four hours, it's like, you know what, I can live with it. I can live with it because I'm only gonna be listening to them for a couple of hours, I'll put them back in the case. By the time I pull them out again, they're already charged, so it's fine, right? And the case has a decent amount. But speaking of the case, the case is quite big. And that would be my feedback that, okay, look, yes, it's you know got that transparent plastic and I've not got any heavy tear on it. I've been throwing it around, putting it everywhere, and it's been fine. But it is quite big. Now, for me, I prefer something that's a bit more compact, you know, Galaxy Buds Pro size, AirPods Pro. And I really like what Sony did as well because they made the case smaller compared to the previous generation because I generally put my headphones, you know that little useless pocket in your jeans? E? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. talking about, right? So yeah. for me, I have an iPhone in one pocket, I have my Android phone in my other pocket, I have a wallet in my back pocket, the last back pocket has my tissues and all, all the rubbish, right? <laughs> whatever it is, yeah? So for me, the only space I have, right, is that little useless pocket, right? Which for me has become my wireless earbuds pocket because I put it in there, job done. I don't have to worry about it, right? These do not fit in that. They're way too big, right? So that would be my um, feedback that I, I think they could make these, you know, a lot more compact in terms of the fault. But dude, $99, 99 pounds. It's... For me, it's it, if you can get a hold of them because they are limited in stock, right? Yeah, which I, yeah. Which obviously drives demand, and you know, Carl really knows how to do that, right? But uh, yeah, I mean, I could definitely recommend these, man. I think they're really good. I mean, it, it's good to hear. Um, again, like I haven't tried it because I don't have it yet, but I, I would take your word. Um, I also we talked about it, and I said, you know, Flossy also loves it as well. He gives a really uh, rave reviews to it. Uh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have, at least from my perspective, the first product out of the gate does well. Uh, this reminds me of Anchor with their Soundcore line, their first mm. products they released last, it was two years ago, sorry. Uh, same thing. We all got it. We are like, wow, this is, you sure this is $79.99? Are you okay? All right. Is this $129? You know, like, so to me, 
this is a very good start for nothing. It means that their very first set of products uh, hit at least all the, you know, dots hit dots all the I's, crosses the T's that it needs to. It's never going to be perfect, which is, which is fine by me. But in that $99 range, what we're seeing now is a very good um, drive to that price point. We have Google at that price point with mm-hmm. the Pixel Buds A. We have Amazon with the Amazon Echo Buds 2. Mm. And, you know, um, you know, Samsung Galaxy Buds, the, the, I think the original ones have dropped up to $99. I won't, be, I won't be surprised that, you know, with this kind of hype that nothing and everybody has pushed that price point, Samsung might be looking to release maybe one within that price point as well. They can. They own Harman, so they can actually do that. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's it's a good it's a good drive because um, as much as you know, people like me, I enjoy the uh, what do you call it again? The Sony uh, WF XM4s. Uh, um, name naming, but yeah, but it's pro. You know, yes, those are those are two hundred and fifty dollars. You know, I would like to see a cheaper price point. You don't have to hit all the bells and whistles, but you do have to give people that. You know, like great audio, very good microphone, uh, decent amount of battery life, you know, if you throw in some solid A and C in there. Those are the kind of things I'd like to see. So I'm I'm excited to actually check it out because at least I know that the nothings have hit have hit the I've hit what they wanted to do at ninety nine bucks. Yeah, and um, you know, you, you're mentioning some of these others like if you're an audiophile and audio is so important to you then yeah, Sony's right. But then again you're gonna be paying two and a half times more compared to these, right? And, you know, as I said, for me, like, I have to keep reminding myself, these are 99 pounds, right? Okay, so I think you have to be fair in terms of comparisons that you're making. And I think most people who go for these, you know, will will absolutely enjoy the sound because as I said, you know, there's decent separation. The sound is pretty balanced. It's not too bass heavy, which you find, you know, like, don't get me started on the Raycons. (laughs) He's made a video about the Raycons. Let's not go. Or shall we say kids. trash cards? <laughs> yeah. All right. No, we'll, 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 we'll save the Raycon conversation for another time. Uh, you can check out E's video. But there's a couple more things that I want to touch on uh, on here because one of the things that a lot of people are talking about is the hype, right? There was a lot of hype around these products, like nothing kind of saying pretty much that, you know, they, they, they're calling it the sound of change, you know, making it out like it's something completely revolutionary, right? And don't get me wrong. These are good and they stand out, right? Are they... Game changes, are they revolutionary? You know, maybe that's a push, right? But then again, being a new company, they have to create the hype, right? So yeah. it's one of those things that I kind of get it. Obviously, Carl knows how to create hype and create excitement on a product. So I kind of get it. It's just like, okay, I know some people are a little bit critical saying, okay, it's, 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 it's a bit too much hype. But from my point of view, it's, it's understandable. But here's the other thing that I wanted to talk about, because this is something that a lot of people are speaking about. So these are £99 in the UK, $99 in the US, right? Now, I know mm-hmm. UK pricing and, you know, Apple does the same where it's like, you know, like for like a lot of the times and stuff like that, right? In India, 6,000 rupees. You know how much that is in pounds, E? 79, 69. Si- £60 or around $79, 60. right? Now, okay, even if we kind of like, okay, tax, or so we've got 20% tax on here, right? Whatever, right? All, all of that included as well, right? 100 pounds in the UK 
60 pounds in India. Now I get that they have to be more competitive in terms of the pricing in India because, you know, India, obviously buying power in India is different. You know, that's just the way it is. So obviously if they want to reach those masses, they need to provide something a lot more competitively priced. But if you've got the exact same product, right, which is going for a hundred pounds, 60 pounds, imagine you're saving 40% from India, right? Which is something that was a little bit, I mean, if it was, I'm not saying that nothing needs to charge more in India. Don't get me wrong. My Indian followers are going to get angry at me. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, in my head, if something's 60 pounds in India, fair enough if it's 80 pounds, right? That's mm -hmm. understandable. So that's like what, you know, 30% more in, in, okay, fair enough. But then when you're talking 60% more, 60 pounds, add 60%, you're looking at 100 pounds. That's the thing that I'm a little bit unsure about. I don't know what the kind of strategy behind that was. Um, but nevertheless, 99 well, I pounds. Think, I think part of that strategy is, I, I went on eBay quickly to see if I could find them on eBay. And it's difficult. I don't think you can. And I think, um, I think they know that they can set up clear market restrictions. I get it. <clears throat> to me, as a consumer here, if, you know, if I wasn't as informed as we are, we wouldn't know that nothing was. And I think it's one of those things where strategically they looked at it and went, you know, nothing called pay one plus India, it's a bigger market for them to try and jump into. Plus that's a market that even if you get a 10% share of the market, it's such a huge market, you're getting a huge piece of the pie. Now, the I think also you know, one thing I thought of as you were talking is on two separate segments was I think the novelty of nothing being a transparent or translucent pair of earbuds will fit well in a market like that way. It's really cool. You didn't spend a lot of money, but you can show it off uh, mm. that you got something that's really nice. Same thing here in the, in at least in the US or Western markets is that this is the kind of earbuds that it will do well in storefronts. Like you go to mm. Best Buy, you're looking for buds, and you, you already know, you, okay, you've already tried that, you know, maybe AirPods before, or Galaxy Buds, you're like, okay, I want something else. I just want to pick up something. You know, those old guys are also a little bit expensive. And you look and you're like, Wait, what, what's that? Uh, mm. Excuse me, could you? And they're like, oh, it's nothing Buds. It's nah, nah, they sound really good. Okay, I'll, I'll try that one. And then that's it. You know, hopefully you get hooked from there. So I see I see the appeal they, they, they are trying to do from a design standpoint, from the marketing block standpoint. It, to me, it makes sense. Um, and it's also one where, because our market is willing to pay more anyway, I think I've said this before to you, but not on, on the show, is I sat down with someone from MPD, which, is, which does the tabulation for sales for consumer electronics. And the fastest growing consumer electronic market are true wireless buds, which is why mm. Apple makes a ton of money from them. And the reason is they said if a consumer starts at $50, by the end of the year, because most likely they will at least lose one pair of buds, um, <laughs> yep. or at least one one piece of a pair of buds, they will upgrade to a hundred, a hundred, or hundred and fifty dollars mm. because of that key factor, and because also again they might want to do use something better because they see friends. It's such a fast moving market that. The barrier of entry is now low because they have better chipsets and all that stuff, but the room for growth is really high if you can hit it well. And I think Kyle is using the same approach he's used in the past to really come in 
and then continue that hype train and continue to build out from there. Yeah, I mean, he's doing a good job because there's a lot of hype. All the limited uh, uh, drops have like sold out within seconds. Great earphones. I can definitely recommend them. If you can get hold of them, you know, I, I don't think you're going to be disappointed for £99 or 6,000 rupees or $99. Now, speaking of pricing, we've got a big leak on the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 as well as the Z Flip 3. I've covered a details detailed leaks and rumors video uh, looking at all of the details of the Fold 3. That's on the main channel. I'll definitely link that. You can go ahead and check it out. One thing that was a bit of a question mark at the time was the pricing because there was no information about pricing there. However, Evan Blass doesn't fail and he has released some uh, official pricing of the Fold 3 and the Z Flip 3. These prices are in euros. So the Fold 3 will be starting at 18.99 euros. The Flip mm -hmm. 128 gigabytes will be starting at 1099 euros which is very interesting now these prices are in euros remember it's not a like for like conversion so we can't just put this into a converter and be like oh this is how much it's going to be because of tax and things like that they are priced differently but to get an idea if we look at the s21 ultra at launch that launch for 1249 euros it launched for 11.49 in the uk right pounds us was um 11.99 okay yeah. so that kind of gives you an idea of the pricing so i would say based on that we'd be looking at around 17 1800 for the z43 pounds right and for the flip right which is a lot more interesting i think because that's got more mass market appeal it's going to be under a thousand pounds, under a thousand dollars. So I'm thinking nine four nine pounds, nine 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 dollars, based based on the euro pricing. And if that is the case, man, that is appealing for a foldable device, and that would make the first affordable. Not okay, afford a thousand bucks isn't affordable, yeah. But I mean, in terms of the most accessible <laughs> folding device. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like for, you're like first affordable. I was like. No, okay. no. I'm, uh, people are going to be here. The, the, the first accessible folding device, right? Because as soon as you go below the $1,000, because remember, the Flip 1 came in at around 1400 right? Yeah, so, and the Motorola Razr was also 14 or 13 I could be wrong. Let me just cross-check. Yeah. It, it was not below 1000 But regardless, these prices, I mean, for the Fold 2, I guess because they've got rumored, like it's rumored that it's going to have an under-display camera uh, and things like that. Um, that might kind of still keep the price a little bit higher. But for the flip, I'm impressed, right? And I think that's a very good price for the flip. Now, obviously, the announcements are happening next week and we'll be doing lots of hands-on coverage. Let's know what you guys think of the price. I think the Fold, okay, fair enough. It's not really changed that much as we were expecting. We were expecting it to come lower based on rumors. But the flip, that's competitive. Yeah, no, it is. I think um, the lowest Samsung would have tempted would be fifteen ninety nine, if they were to really push it. But seventeen ninety nine makes a lot of sense, at least in U.S. pricing. Seventeen ninety nine feels like it's it's you know you're saving three hundred dollars, even though it's actually two hundred dollars, you know, from two thousand. All mm. right. Um, 
but I, I was hoping for probably a fifteen ninety nine price point for it, but I think you're right. You know, there's a justification for the under-display camera. There's a justification that, at least the rumor, that it's uh, IPX8. Mm-hmm. It's water. Now you can swim around with your fold, you know. Um, S-Pen support. There's all of these things S- on, yeah, the, yeah, this- on the fold that really do make it a, a, a very standout device. So based on all of those... Um, you know, it still is a little bit out of reach, but the flip, man. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, think about the marketing for the flip, uh, fast foldable. Uh, yeah, because the razor, Motorola razor, was fourteen hundred dollars at launch. So think about the marketing for the flip at nine ninety nine. Like you can get a flip for nine ninety nine. And again, since most markets here, at least in the U.S., you're paying. Most people are paying month to month for that phone, aka it's 30, an extra thirty dollars to their bill. Uh, would probably be around the price point for if it's nine ninety nine, so an extra thirty dollars to their cell phone bill. Which you're like, okay, cool, completely I want to try reasonable. this out. Yeah, yeah I want to try the, try this 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 device out. So I think the Flip has a very very good opportunity to be a standout this year. Uh, so I know people like Quinn and Austin Evans are going to be crazy about it because this <laughs> is just a continuation of their dreams. And I know Mr. Mobile would definitely. Uh, enjoy the Galaxy Fold. See, I I should I need to tell Mr. Mobile this, uh, Michael Fisher. He truly is a fellow dictator like Colonel Singala. Yeah, <laughs> because only Singala loves the Galaxy Fold, and and we all know he loves the Fold. So deep down inside, there's a little Singala in there, Michael Fisher. There's a little bit of Singala in Fisher. Okay. <laughs> I wonder I wonder what he'll say to that. Um. <laughs> All right, last thing we're going to be talking about, Huawei P50 Pro. So Huawei did announce <sighs> the P50 Pro. Moment of, should we do a moment of silence? Okay. I'm going um, to have some water for them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to, to, to Huawei. <laughs> Sorry. So the P50 Pro was announced, and it's uh, it does feature a lot of flagship uh, details and this will be quite interesting so you've got a 6.6 inch full hd plus oled display 120 hz refresh rate a quad camera setup there's a 50 megapixel primary camera this is what Huawei are calling a true form dual matrix camera and it's supposed to capture very accurate colors what you see is what you get sort of thing right there's a 14 megapixel black and white camera there's a 13 megapixel ultra wide camera as well as a 64 megapixel telephoto camera with 3.5 times optical zoom 13 megapixel selfie camera hear this e either the kirin 9000 or the snapdragon 888 4g not 5g okay 8 or 12 gigabytes of ram up to 512 gigabytes of storage with a nano um card that you can use to expand harmony os 2 4360 milliamp hour battery 66 watt fast wire charging with 50 watt fast wireless charging it's only going to be available in china right and the price is going to be around 6,000 yuan, which again converts to around 925 US dollars. But there isn't a direct conversion, of course, but we're just giving it for reference because it's only going to be available in China. So we can't really speak on pricing anywhere else, right? 
Now, the device looks really promising. Um, I'd personally be very interested to try out, especially the Trueform dual matrix camera system that they've got to really see, because let's, let's be real. Isn't the camera supposed to have uh, 200x zoom, or am I, am I wrong with that? So the telephoto camera apparently has 200x digital zoom, but to me, that's just fluff. Right. That doesn't mean that that doesn't mean no, anything to me no, whatsoever. No, 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 no. Hundred X, hundred and fifty, whoever has that, right? But hundred X from Samsung, you can see the moon. Two hundred. Mars baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I absolutely hate that marketing fluff when they really say, Oh yeah, you can do because all you're doing is just make it's 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 so rubbish at that point. And, you know, I gave Xiaomi a hard time about this as well on the Mi 11 Ultra when they're like 120x zoom with a five times yeah, zoom Yeah, 120, camera. yeah. It's like, I know, no, that five times no. zoom was, was terrible. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no, it was great at five times. It was great at 10 times. 20 times, you're pushing it, right? Anything above, forget about it, right? Throw it out the window. Throw, throw it in the trash with the Raycons. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. There's a few interesting things here. Okay, so it looks like a promising device, right? Um, you've got these two massive camera modules. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is they've not been able to get 5G on here because obviously the restrictions that they've got, they've managed to get, you know, put it, you've got the 888, but no 5G on there. And I'm just like, what? The Huawei were the leaders in 5G, right? And with all of this thing, you know, this, this whole... Um, uh, you know, trade restriction and, you know, Android not being supported, Android, sorry, Google um, Play services not being supported and Huawei smartphones, it's really, really hit them, man. That's like, that's a, that's a blow. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think what's really big there is the fact that the, there was no hype around this announcement and uh, there was no hype from fellow tech reviewers this announcement because we all would usually be excited about Huawei devices. Let me just remind people all the way back to the Huawei P20 when they first worked with Leica and how they shook the industry by changing the way we use cameras. Huawei brought in a lot of innovations into camera tech, into battery tech. I mean, till this day, they do a really good job at battery management with mm -hmm. their battery sizes. So, you know, it's one thing when um, I remember I went on Twitter and then I saw you and I saw Tommy post and I was like, wait, why are we events already? I mean, is it past? Like, what what happened? You know, I'm like, OK, cool. I'm going to retweet it. But uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> like, you know, we're not getting, yeah. you know, we don't know when we're getting devices. We know it's launching August 12th. Uh, but, you know, for them to. It's great to see that they were able to get the Snapdragon AAA, right? Which means at least they're getting, you know, one of the best processors this year. But it's sad to see that they couldn't get 5G. And the only thing I would say for them is right now still, like besides everything else, they're still okay without having that 5G in. Because honestly, 5G mm. is still spotted. It depends on where you are. You know, you could still get away with it. But still there was no hype to it and again they've really not shown us anything on harmony os and i think to me that was probably the biggest mistake of this announcement is they didn't really push harmony os itself to say hey look you know what because remember when samsung made tizen and even though it, it never went to phones but mm. they showed it in a format this was years ago they showed it in a format where they showed it on tvs then they showed it on something that looked like a tablet and you're like 
is he coming to his phones? And Samsung's like, mm, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Teasing. You know, teasing. But but that still uh, gave them something really solid to work with. Hmm. I don't know. It's just, I think the whole thing is just, you know, I do feel bad for them because they make some great tech. And, you know, we've been Huawei smartphone fans for a long time. Also, whether Huawei tech, it's just a shame that because of the situation. And, you know, you know, traditionally, Huawei has kind of, still got devices out to people even if you know they're not going to be selling just because they know that it creates hype and you know we're talking organic coverage uh, the huawei yeah. mate 40 pro was was a perfect example right um that device uh was it the mate 40 sorry the mate 30 where they had the device yeah the mate mate, mate 30 um it wasn't going to be released around here but they still got devices into people's hands and the, the you know the announcement it details all of that right it was a lot more hype around it but with this there's just been radio silence it's just like maybe we mm-hmm. kind of just you know it almost seems like they've kind of thrown in the towel here unfortunately yeah i mean it, it seems that way and it's it's sad um i mean i've said this before i think you know it might be best to diverse the mobile business away from the telecoms, you know, tower business, uh, so that at least the mobile business can continue to thrive and, and grow, which they've done with Honor. Honor mm-hmm. is now a separate company yep. uh, for them. So I think maybe that, that might be the thing and and use that opportunity to get back into into the game and focus on and strategic things where you can make one flagship and then you can make some really solid mid-tier devices. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're out, but I think it's going to be a while before we see them come back. To any, yeah, I mean, remember, just three years ago, yeah, three years ago they were number one. It's crazy. Worldwide. It's crazy. Yeah. Now they're not. They're not in the top ten in China. Whew. That's 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 a heavy blow. I mean, what you say with Honor is perfect because now on devices we've got the Magic Three coming soon. Um, they are completely like full play services support they're going strong uh you know they're going to be bringing out lots of exciting devices and maybe a lot of huawei fans will now be turning to honor because it's just like you're still getting a lot of that huawei dna but um you're getting it with the full fat experience software experience that you want mm-hmm. oh yeah just Let's actually see. just tell just use honor honor should just buy huawei Huawei Mobile, and then you can just over rebrand. Literally, there are very many creative business ways of doing this by split, by it's still the same company, revamp. Maybe that's what's going to happen because remember, like the, the thing with Huawei is from the very beginning, right? Even pronouncing Huawei is quite difficult for Western. Like a lot of people would say it differently and mix it up with Hawaii, mm-hmm. right? And stuff like that. And Huawei. <laughs> So we, we, we're saying it right in, in terms of we're saying Huawei as it's supposed to be said, yeah? But for the yeah. longest time, people would call it Huawei, right? And things like that. And then you've oh, got... Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I, I remember when I was like... Because when we were in Hawaii for Qualcomm and it's like you always get that mixed up, right? And Honor, right, is a much more... Because, I mean, you remember like when you had OnePlus and OnePlus like very separate, although now it's gone back to Oppo, but when it did come on the scene, it was like very separate from Oppo. And unless you told people, a lot of people, they didn't even know the association yeah. with, with Oppo, right? And maybe that's what they need to do that. Okay, look, here you go. Here's, you know, honor, let it, let it thrive. And, um, you know, disassociate it with, uh, with, with the overall umbrella, but we'll see, we'll see what happens, man. Yeah. Sad. Okay. Sad day.
He's 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 got his sad glasses on. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, that's all we have time for. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. You can always catch the clips on YouTube, and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with lots more tech news. Thanks for listening. This is Saf on Super Saf Speaks. And this is Thunder E, Colonel Singala, and uh, Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk, okay. He's just added a few new titles just right there and then. But anyway, <laughs> we'll see you next time.